It's the My Country Mornings post-show Halloween extraordinaire event. Mm. So scary, so spooky. Uh, Jeff, Jessica Puda is with me here, and Jess has had some very interesting, scary, uh, odd moments throughout your life. You you found out. Uh, how old were you when you really found out that you had this odd sense of feel? Um, I think I didn't really start to pay attention to it until I was probably 16, 17, something like that, getting close to like my end of my high school years. Um, but I've had weird stuff that happened to me since I was little. Like my mom remembers me being nine years old and me sitting up in bed and telling her to get out of my house. Wow. And and then you didn't really accept it or acknowledge it until you were older. And then no. you look back at that stuff. And you think, oh, well, wait a minute. Yeah, for real. It was until I probably moved out of my parents' house and moved away for college. And I had this just my first night in my new townhouse. Um, I was by myself. First time ever, like, having to be in a house, be an adult by myself. And I rolled over in bed. And I saw this little blonde girl peeking in through my door and she didn't feel like threatening or anything so I just like rolled back over and went to sleep like it was more like she was like checking on me to make sure like oh she's gonna be okay and then that's when I kind of started looking back on a lot of the stuff that's happened to me through the years like the sleep paralysis and the repeating dreams and stuff like that and being like okay this might be a thing. There, there's a, something odd happening here. Yes. And then did you start noticing it more where because you were aware that it was happening? Yeah, I feel like more now as I've gotten older, I notice a lot more intense feelings towards stuff rather than just like putting it aside as anxiety or um, that I didn't feel good or someone's making me mad now it's more or I was in a bad mood now I can kind of walk into a room and tell that either I feel someone else's energy that they're in a bad mood or if I'm completely alone that it's not just me it could be like a vibe from whatever was there prior and it doesn't just restrict to your own home like anywhere you go is like that for real I grew up um I grew up living in a lot of different places all over the United States, um, but I mostly lived here in Casper, Wyoming. And the house that I grew up in, um, it was built in the 70s. It's a nicer house. Um, but I, we had some weird stuff happen in there. And even my friends say that see, they've seen stuff in that house. Um, but that's where a lot of my stuff happened prior to me moving for college. So I didn't really think anything of it. And then I moved in with my boyfriend when I got out of college, and I didn't have anything happen for a while. It took a few years, but then I started getting stuff happening in the apartment. So I feel like it's not just the place. It could actually be that things are attracted to me because right. the apartment's brand new. Like, unless it was built on an Indian burial ground or something, then Which it, it could be. Yeah, but. it totally could be a possibility. Or, I mean, just, you know, uh, homesteaders could have... Mm -hmm died there because you know there was a lot going on in wyoming before casper even came about but it took it took me getting comfortable in the place for it to start for me to start seeing things and like hearing things or dreaming about stuff 
So. So, and they call that the sixth sense, right? I mean, yeah. there's there's a whole movie of, about the sixth sense of the boy. So, have you ever thought of like trying to reach out and figure out what is going on with these people? Honestly, the usually when stuff happens to me, I'm asleep, so it's hard for me to really like reach out. I. Because you can't necessarily control all of your dreams. I feel like part of my dreams I can control and, like, kind of change the storyline, I guess. But when it happens in dreams, like, a lot of the time I wake up and I see these people standing at the end of my bed or something and I can't move and I can't talk and I, like, can barely breathe. And uh, it's terrifying. Like, I can barely think and all I can feel is, like, I need to get up and grab something because you're just seeing some random person at the end of your bed. Like, and if you can't move, like it's terrifying. When you see these people at the end of your bed, do they say anything? Do they do anything? It, I mean, are they holding you down or are they just standing there? I've had a little bit of everything, which is kind of terrifying. Um, the, one of the first things that happened to me that I can remember as a sleep paralysis portion, um, I was 16 or 17 and I was living at my parents' house and I had this repeating dream that I needed to go to the... I lived in, like, the attic portion of our house, I guess you would say. And for some reason, I would wake up in my dream and I needed to go to the basement. And But I think I thought I was awake. Like, I thought I was walking downstairs. Right. And I would get out of my bed in my dream and start walking towards the stairs to go down to the main floor and then down to the basement and our basement was finished it was not a scary basement at all and um i would notice that i couldn't hear my footsteps and so then all of a sudden i'd be back in bed and i'd be doing the process over again like i wake up feel like i need to go to the basement and i this time i couldn't feel the carpet on my feet and then I'd be back in bed again. And it would just like every time like I would notice something was off and then it would just replay and replay. And then I finally realized that I was dreaming and I was still asleep. And so then I'm like trying to wake myself up. And that's when the sleep paralysis hit. And there was this and my eyes were completely open, but I couldn't see anything. There was something black sitting right in front of my face. And it felt like they were holding me down. And it sounded like someone, if you've been into a haunted house, like mm-hmm. with the creepy yeah. people who have the chainsaws, it sounded like someone was putting a chainsaw right next to my ear. Like I could, all I could hear was that loud chainsaw noise. And it was like excruciating. And then all of a sudden I sat up in bed and like took this giant breath and I was actually awake. Wow. So, I mean, and obviously in your dreams, you can't tell how long of a situation this is, but it probably felt like it was ongoing for a day or whatever. It felt like it was hours because I knew it was still the middle of the night, but it was just, I mean, I had no clue how long this black mass was sitting over top of me. It was there and I couldn't do anything about it until I finally was able to, I don't know if my body decided to wake up. Or if I was able to push it off of me or how, but all of a sudden I was able to sit up in bed and take a breath and everything was silent. And like nothing ever happened? Nothing ever happened. Do you see the same people when you sit up in the middle of the night or you look up and you see someone standing at the end of your bed? You saw the little girl one time looking at you. You've seen the black mass. I've seen the black mass a few times at my parents' house and I'm actually not the only one who's seen it. I've only seen it at night, but I've had a friend see it during the day. 
Um, which was kind of weird because it was like 10 o'clock in the morning and we were eating breakfast and she was sitting in our kitchen and I was like, it was nice out. It was before fall. It was, we just started college and we're going to head to work here soon because we both worked at the coffee shop and I'm sitting outside in our front porch and she's like texting on her phone or something like that, eating her cereal. And she see, we were the only two there. Well, we thought we were the only two there and she sees someone walk there's another set of stairs to the basement from the kitchen and she sees someone take that corner to go down to the kitchen and first she thought it was me so she like put her head back down and then she realized that she it wasn't me because I was outside and she comes running screaming outside she's like Jesse Jesse I need I need a gun I need a I need something I'm like I am not giving you a gun right now (laughs) this is not the person you give a gun to (laughs) and then my mom's like what she was taking a nap or something comes out of her bedroom what is going on and my friend was just like there's someone in your house someone's I just saw someone walk down the stairs and my mom's like there's no one here and so she refused to like be at the house for a long time by herself because she swears that she saw someone walk into the basement even though it was just my mom in her bedroom me outside in the front yard and then her in the kitchen that was it and that's in and you never saw anything like that again or she never did there? she never did um i had another friend who saw someone standing in we had a lot of friends of mine who lived with us on and off throughout like the years of me living in that house and so I had another friend who lived with us for a while, and she thought my boyfriend at the time was saying bye to her because her she saw some man, but it was her she was sleeping, so she just saw she, she was saying bye, yeah. and she's like okay bye, and turns out that he spent the night, so he was not leaving or anything. There was no reason for her to like him to be in that room, and she's like wait, he didn't leave? I was like, no, we went to bed like right after you did. No one ever opened your door. Like, what you, Why would he open your door? And she's like, right. someone opened my door and said goodnight to me. I was like, no, wow. definitely wasn't him. Wow. It, these stories, they really uh, entertain me, first off. <laughs> but the, it gets your mind thinking. And I think I've told you the story of my, my grandpa was I mean he was a good guy he didn't like he wasn't a boozer or anything yeah. like that but um, there was a point in in his life the house that he was living in um, was used as a, a home that drug dealers were doing it was just outside of St Louis in the like 60s mm-hmm. so it was pretty heavy drugs and and stuff well uh, this drug dealer would get heroin from St Louis. And then he would sell it, and that's where he lived. Well, it's kind of like my grandma used to call it the the hippie house because <laughs> there would be people just everywhere. It was like a, a big Woodstock where just everybody was there. Well, the dealers in St. Louis came to the house because they wanted their money, and he didn't have their money, so they killed him. But they tortured him first. That's crazy. And they like cut off his feet in the kitchen and like they had him tied to the the roof of the or the ceiling of the kitchen and chopped his feet off and then they drug him to a shallow grave well they uh the sheriff's department had to come out and investigate this and they couldn't figure anything out like it didn't make sense to them so they brought a psychic in and the psychic kept saying that or i guess it was probably a medium maybe mm-hmm. but she kept saying that her feet hurt and she's seeing uh, like train tracks, 
Well, there aren't train tracks anywhere around them, but after a quick search, she led them right to a shallow grave on a logging road. And on this road, they had logs that were across the so they could get traction going mm-hmm. up the hill. And so that was the train track that she thought that, that she was seeing. So fast forward probably 30 years, and my grandpa is home alone on a Sunday evening while my grandma's at church. And grandma comes home from, from church, and, you know, my grandpa was a tough guy. You know, yeah. as a kid, nothing scared grandpa. Well, he was sitting in his, his chair, and he was his back was straight, and his arms and hands were clenched to the arms of the, the chair because someone was doing something in the basement. He said buckets were flying around and ladders were falling over, and he said, I don't know what's going on here. But um, two nights later, he was getting up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and he heard someone yell, Wayne, in the middle, out of nowhere. And he turned back to my grandma, and she was asleep. She was snoring. And he looked up, and there was a woman in a flowing white dress standing at the top of the stairs. The woman in white. The woman in white. That's a very regular thing that people see in like the paranormal realm. Isn't that crazy? I've had a friend who's seen it, seen her twice in two different places in Casper, and I've never, I've never seen the woman in white. But one evening we were, it was snowing, and we were in high school and out way too late than we should have been. <laughs> but we were driving home from a friend's house, and we were driving pretty slow because it was, it wasn't like just snowing; it was. Knowing, like right. the roads were getting pretty packed, and she was driving, and all of a sudden she just looks at me. She's like, "Jesse, did you see that? There's some lady walking down the side of the road in a white dress." I was like, "What are you talking about? Please don't tell me you're seeing stuff while you're driving because you're the one driving. I do not want to die at 16 years old." <laughs> and she's like, "No, Jesse, I saw her. There was a lady in a white dress walking down the side of the road in the snow. I'm like, there's no one back there." And that was the last time she saw her. And then right before, about a month before she got married, I think that was almost five years ago, she saw her again on her way home. Different, completely different road. This was um, over by the college. She was driving back to her house with her now husband. And she saw the woman in white again about a month before she got married. Wow. Just on the side of the road in the like a flowy period time dress and... The woman in white. I have personally never seen the woman in white. I have seen supposedly my past life, which is very weird, but. Wow. So crazy. So crazy. I mean, it just, it weirds you out after a while, doesn't it? And it you, does. When, how, when was the last time that something like that happened with you? Um, I haven't had any like major sleep paralysis or seeing something in probably a year. Um, and the last time it was, I believe was my past life standing at the end of my bed. Um, cause supposedly in my past life, I was a witch and I was burned at the stake in the Salem witch trials. And so I am on earth as a second chance to God. Wow. Yes. Where now, where did that come from? I had a friend in junior high who um, supposedly could see the dead and could see past lives. And being in junior high, I thought she was just wanting attention, trying to, like, be cool, you know. And um, so she told me my past life. And 
I mean, it makes sense. Like if you ta- if you know me and you talk to my family and my friends, they're like, that is Jesse to a T. Like right. I've always been into like the witchy stuff. I don't practice or anything, but I've always found it like interesting. Um, but she told me my past life and she was spending the night. And so I told my mom and my mom's like, well, what is my past life? And my friend repeated a dream back to my mom that my mom has had since she was six years old. And my mom's like face went pure white, <laughs> mouth dropped open. And she's like, well, the only difference between what you and she's never told me this like ever. She's like, the only difference between your dream, like my dream and what you just told me was that I got shot in my dream and that's how I died. And my friend was like, well, yeah, you did get shot, but you also got stabbed because you were shot and then stabbed by a bayonet because my mom was a nurse in a war. Wow. And she had that same dream? The same dream, same repeated dream since she was six years old to this day still has it. That is that is crazy. And so then I'm like, okay, well, like she even, t- I don't remember like my name, but she told me what I looked like. She told me my name. Like she told me everything. Do you still have contact with this friend? I do not. I don't know where she's at today. That was junior high. Wow. So she could have been a, a witch also mm-hmm. and went away, just disappeared. Yeah. I mean, she, I know, like, I, we went to high school, we were, we were still in high school together, like, I saw her through there, um, we were really good friends through junior high, I've had some weird, like, her house had some weird stuff happen, um, when I used to spend the night there, so I kind of stopped spending the night there when I was younger, but, um, yeah, no, we were friends for a really long time, and then, I mean, as you get older, I played sports and stuff, and she was more, like, artsy, and so we kind of just parted ways but right as as a lot of kids do yeah you, know, you can go through life and change friends and whatnot but man that's that's some heavy stuff you <laughs> it know is supposedly my brother has been reincarnated five times because he does something great for humanity every time he's on earth so good for my brother <laughs> well uh jesse thanks so much and you shared some stuff with us on the air that uh, stick around because as soon as uh, we're finished here, you can re-listen to those stories as well. And they're hair-raising and probably places that you've been before. So uh, thanks again for listening the My Country Mornings After Party.